Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. You're listening to Mile High Report Radio with your hosts, Adam Malnati and Ian St. Clair. Get involved with the Denver Broncos conversation at milehighreport.com. And now it's time to get to work. Adam, last week we did our show, Aaron Rodgers or Bust. And now over the last week, and this was especially true on Tuesday with Fox Sports' Colin Cowherd saying that if Denver or Pittsburgh failed to get Aaron Rodgers, he would go after Carson Wentz in a New York minute. And I thought your tweet was perfect because my tweet was in response to Carson Wentz coming to Denver, and that was Michael Scott's no gif. Well played. I think yours I thought was even better. Yeah, I, I would love it if um if the Pittsburgh Steelers were able to get Carson Wentz. I'm all for that. That's I mean why not? <laughs> if it keeps him away from Denver, absolutely. If there was ever oh, a race that I wanted the Broncos to lose, that's the one right there. Like lose that race. Yes. There on no planet should George Payton go after Carson Wentz. The fact that the Philadelphia Eagles were able to dump Carson Wentz and that contract to Indianapolis is insane to me. But now the fact that it didn't work in Indianapolis, it's not ever going to work in Indianapolis. There's people who think that 
it's now going to work somewhere else. No, thank you. We've seen what happens. Pass. Yeah, Hard pass. pass. Hard. I would rather have Drew Locke than Carson Wentz. Sure. Let's uh, roll it back with, with Locke if that's what you're going to do. It's the same thing, only like a year younger because Locke is surprisingly old. Uh, here's here's what I will so I will I will throw this out there and, and I think that this is as we sit here in Rogers watch right panda watch panda watch yeah. day 42 <laughs> day whatever it's day day 574 especially if you go back to last year I know that's and that's kind of where I'm at I, I have no desire to have the Denver Broncos be in this particular quarterback market and here's here's what I mean by that the the quarterback market is so dry. It's it is it is essentially a, a a sea of of dry sand. Most of the good quarterbacks are already on a team, right? You're not Patrick Mahomes plays for the Chiefs. Josh Allen plays for the Bills. Kyler Murray, even though there's all the like, oh, is Kyler Murray available? No, he's not. Because that's stupid. Even even the the Cardinals aren't that dumb. He's not available. Well, I, I do think Cliff Kingsbury's that dumb. Yeah, Cliff might be, but Cliff was the one who came in and had Josh Rosen sitting there and said, "No, we're still going to draft a quarterback number one," and it was it, it it was Kyler Murray. So I don't I think as dumb as he is, I don't think he's that dumb. Maybe I'll be proved wrong here. Who knows? But we've talked about this. We've talked about the fact that in the NFL, the hardest thing to do is find a franchise quarterback. The most difficult thing to do, and we are experiencing it as fans now. We are we are not just watching the Cleveland Browns fail every time. We have become the Cleveland Browns in our failure to find a viable starting quarterback for the, for an NFL franchise. At least the Denver Broncos didn't draft one with the first overall pick. Yes. Who they thought was going to be the next stud quarterback. Right. And, and here's what I will say about that. That wasn't the wrong move for the Cleveland Browns. I mean, in hindsight, you probably can start to make the argument about, yes, it was. They could have got this guy. They could have got that guy. But at the time, you, me, and everybody else in the NFL was like, ah, Baker Mayfield. Ah. I, mean, I was all over Baker Mayfield, and so were you. I mean, we all were. We had all been sort of sucked into that. This is what we want, right? We want a guy that has swagger, has confidence, has a good arm, has the ability to move. We want Joe Burrow. Oh, that's right. Joe Burrow is in Cincinnati. <laughs> that's all he did there. So we we know how difficult this is, which is why we are grasping for the Aaron Rodgers trade, begging for Wilson. it to happen. Russell Wilson would be fine. There, But I don't think the Seahawks are getting rid of Russell Wilson. We've talked about this. You don't get rid of a franchise quarterback. The only guy on the list of potential trades who I would go for – is Aaron Rodgers because I don't think anybody else is going to make a trade. I, I, you could make the argument that Seattle might. I don't think they will. You could make the argument that Arizona might. I don't think they will. I think at the end of the day, they look at the landscape and you can point at the teams that can't get it right. And you know exactly why they don't make the playoffs every year. You know exactly why they're not a viable team when it comes to other free agents wanting to go there. You know, all of the problems and it's the one thing that matters most and it's quarterback and it's why I look at the landscape and go, ooh, because really the only option is Aaron Rodgers for the Denver Broncos, or you're running it back with Teddy and Drew. And I don't know that Teddy's going to stick around. I think Teddy wants a bigger contract, and good luck to him. Go find it. I have no problem with that. This is the, the, this is the world we live in where we're looking at a guy like Carson Wentz and thinking, 
Yeah, I mean, Carson Wentz, Carson Wentz at the end of free agency, at the end of all of this, is going to be a 2 a.m. bar nine. Do you know what a 2 a.m. bar nine is? It's a six. No. It's a six. It's a six, but it's 2 o'clock in the morning, and you're going home, and you don't want to go home alone. You're going to grab Carson Wentz. In the morning, he's going to be a six, but right now at 2 a.m. at this bar, lights down, he's a nine. There isn't enough alcohol on the planet that would allow me to want to go home with Carson Wentz. Look, as someone who I believe I probably am a 2 a.m. bar nine, like I think I'm a nine at 2 a.m. At, at the right bar where I know I'm like a five or a six when the lights are on. It, it, I, I can see I can see that that's what people will start to gravitate towards. Is God, I, Hopefully George Payton is not one of them. I, and that's right, because hopefully George Payton finds his – 1230 bar nine, 1230 bar nine. You're still making good decisions. A 2 a.m. bar nine. You're not making good decisions anymore. And that's he already the- has a 2 a.m. bar nine. We don't need to go out and get another one. But he didn't draft him, right? He didn't draft him. So he's he's got an opportunity to, to make his own mistakes. I, I just don't see this quarterback landscape as being one that's fruitful unless you get the really the only guy that's that's possibly available that makes any sense, and that's Aaron Rodgers. And there are plenty of suitors for Aaron Rodgers. Suitors that can offer as much as the Denver Broncos can? Probably not. I, I think the Broncos are the team that have the most to offer, a team that he would want to play for, a team that has weapons, even though you hear people say, whoa, the weapons in, in Green Bay are better. They're not. I, don't don't give me that. It's the same. It's equal. You take Devontae Adams off of that receiver core, the Green Bay Packers suck yeah, in terms of receivers. Exactly. So And Scotty Payne matter. pointed this out in response to the guy who tweeted, oh, the, the Green Bay Packers and the Broncos roster. Well, we saw what the Green Bay Packers are without Aaron Rodgers when they played the Kansas City Chiefs. That's what's in your future. That's right. And I will say this. Ian Rappaport said, whether it was last week or the week before that, he said Russell Wilson is going to explore the trade option. If Russell Wilson wants out of Seattle, he will be out of Seattle. Well, and if and if that's the case, then that's only one more quarterback to add to the dearth of quarterbacks, right? It's not it's not a very viable market right now. And it's it, not plentiful. It's it hurts if you are looking for a quarterback and as a fan of a franchise that's been looking for six years now and hasn't been able to get it right. I am, I am ever the pessimist at this point, And I am worried that what you're going to be able to root for is Carson Wentz in orange and blue. I don't want that for any of us. And so I'm really rooting for the Steelers to go out and get their guy, go Steelers, grab Carson Wentz. God, if it comes down to Carson Wentz, I would rather they go the sexy garbage route and just freaking get Jimmy Garoppolo. Just bring Jimmy G in because at least he knows the system. I don't know. Is that and at least he's good looking? Yeah, you know, a little eye candy on the on the field, I guess. Whatever. I don't really care. I just don't I'm not I'm not as optimistic anymore. And you after and I've said this, you know this, after what happened last year at the draft with the rumor mill and everything flying around and getting pulled into that it's going to happen feeling like we had people who we trusted saying it's in it's done we're making it happen and then we got to you know experience the teddy bridgewater drew lock season that tells me that it it's not worth celebrating or getting excited about until it happens so yes we're on panda watch 
It is Aaron Rodgers or bust, like we said last week. But don't don't get me don't get me any information that doesn't say the trade's done. Until the trade's done, I believe nothing. That's how I that's how I'm approaching it. Well, the thing is, is that no matter how how much people want to read into comments made by Aaron Rodgers, whether it's at the Phoenix Open, which by the way, the Phoenix Open is freaking awesome. If, if you haven't seen the <laughs> clips of what goes on on the 16th green, where it's the guy great. hit that hole in one, just imagine that happening at Amen Corner. Like <laughs> people would be would cleared out. <laughs> yeah, the the whole course would be emptied. But it's just it is such a great dichotomy of the way golf has been right. and the way golf could be. Right. It's just it's awesome. But whether you're reading into quotes that he says keen off at the Phoenix Open or at the NFL Awards ceremony, and that's literally what people were doing. They were literally finding anything that was said to fit their narrative of what is going to happen. It's going to come down to this. And Cecil Lammy has said this. It's Aaron Rodgers' decision. Of course, the Green Bay Packers are going to say they're all in. Of course, they're going to say that. But as Andrew Brandt said, when they say he's not up for the market, we're not trading him. That's, that's when, the news. Yeah, that's the news. Exactly. Because at this point, it's, well, we, we're all in on Aaron Rodgers. That goes two ways. If they don't keep Aaron Rodgers, well, we were all in on him. It's a PR game. The ultimate decision is going to come down to Aaron Rodgers. Does he want to stay in Green Bay? Does he want to move on? Does he want to retire? And Andrew Brandt said that it's going to be one of two things. He's going to play for the Broncos or he's going to retire. I would, and this is the man who drafted Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I would say that that's probably best case scenario all the way around because if he doesn't play for the Broncos, I certainly don't want him going anywhere where he can make the Broncos' lives miserable, say, for example, Oakland, right? Uh, because Oakland, to me, is I mean, a place... I hope he goes to Oakland. Yeah, go to Oakland. Las he's not Vegas. Be playing for anybody. Yeah, I'll put a nickel in the jar. It's fine. I get to make those mistakes. It's off-season. It's off-season. I can do what I want. Nobody cares. Call them whatever I want to call them. The, the, the fake black and silver franchise with their dumb and dumber haircut having owner who must just I disappoint his father no up and down. There's no way Aaron Rodgers will play for Josh McDaniels. That's true. Yeah. I, I, I forgot about Josh McDaniels who isn't, uh, who's actively in the process of trying to trade away his quarterback again. Like shocking. <laughs> have you never learned? Like, do you Is just he not... try to get Matt Castle again? He's, he's available. I guarantee he's probably more available Maybe than Brian you Hoyer. Yeah. Bring in Brian. He's probably getting ready to tee off somewhere. You know, that's what happens. Oh my goodness. It, anyway, I, I guess the whole point of all of this is from my perspective. And I, I think you probably agree with me until it happens. There's nothing to, to talk about other than how much we hope that it happens. And I, I won't really get into it beyond that because we just saw, on Sunday at, at the Super Bowl, what happens when a team gets their franchise quarterback? It's you the get, second year in a row we've seen that happen. That's right. And and in this case, it's it's just even better example because you've got a guy who played his whole career in essentially Siberia, the NFL's version of Siberia. He gets out, right? He's released from the Detroit Lions prison, finds himself in Los Angeles, and what does he go and do? 
He goes and wins a Super Bowl. Was he the greatest quarterback in the league this year? No, but Matthew Stafford got into a situation where there was enough talent on the field around him, and he's a good enough quarterback that they could go and win a Super Bowl. Aaron Rodgers could do that in Denver. A lot of guys could do that in Denver, but it's about can you get them to Denver? Can you get Aaron Rodgers away from Green Bay and bring him to Denver? Can you get Russell Wilson away from Seattle and bring him to Denver? I don't know. And so until that happens, we just get to watch other teams do it. The good news is that we're not going to have to wait very long because Aaron Rodgers has said that he will make a decision before free agency. Because I think the only way he would stay in Green Bay is if they get Devontae Adams locked up. And with the the cap hell they're in right now, and we've said this before, the cap doesn't exist. There's ways to finagle it. The Green Bay Packers will find a way to do it, as every team in the NFL does. But Aaron Rodgers is not going to make people wait. We'll know at the beginning of March what is going to happen. We will, and, and that's that's all we're hoping for. Uh, I brought up the Super Bowl. Should we talk a little bit about it just to kind of have the opportunity to talk about Von Miller and how great he is and how he's the best player in the history of the Super Bowl? Can we talk about that? And we can talk about how messed up the MVP voting is for the Super Bowl <laughs> and how it needs to be changed. Yeah, you you can get into that. I'm, I'm not sure I really understand it enough to really say anything. I, I mean, Cooper Cup was fine. It was fine. I won $5 on that. And I didn't – so here's the thing. I'm not disappointed in the MVP voting and how it happened. I'm disappointed that I said on this podcast that he was going to be the MVP, and I didn't put a bet on it. You didn't – what? even I put – I mean, I put a bet on several people to win the MVP. At halftime with OBJ's injury, I put – uh, I put a, a $1 bonus bet. I had a bonus dollar left over on Van Jefferson to catch two touchdown passes. <laughs> that didn't happen. I didn't hit that one. That one didn't, that one didn't happen. I'll say, okay. So I'll say this for those who don't know the NFL or whatever has voters at the Super Bowl vote for the MVP five minutes before the game is over and they make a pick for the winning team and the losing team. So they basically have a pick for each team and who's ever the winning team gets designated. Now they can go back at the end of the game and change their vote. It's why even it's vote stupid. Why even, why, why not just wait, wait till the game is over. Yeah. I mean, cause quite Cooper frankly, Cup, Cooper cup was amazing. Yeah. Aaron Donald should have been the MVP of that. Super Bowl. Uh, agree. I would have won more money. I had a bigger bet on Aaron Donald. I would have won more money. I totally agree <laughs> with that. I, it's, <laughs> I said all along, I said going into it, that was my pick was Aaron Donald. And I think you're right. He was the MVP. So yeah, I didn't know. What's, I didn't know that. What's fascinating about it is I have a coworker who told me that even if T Higgins had gotten the game winning touchdown, it would have been his third touchdown. He wouldn't have been the MVP. What? Because the voting had already taken place. It's not like they don't. Here's the, here's the thing that bothers me about that. It's not like they don't have time. Think about how much time it took to get from the end of the game. when the game was, was finally over. Clock hits zero, right? To when you finally find out who the Super Bowl MVP is. There was more than enough time. For whoever those voters were, and I don't know who they are, so I, I can't really speak to that. More than enough time, especially in the digital world that we live in, for these guys to text their vote in. You don't even need to know. You don't need to wait 
or, or, or put in a provisional vote for it's either this guy or this guy, uh, depending on who wins. You just, at the end, you just send your text. Hey, dear Roger Goodell, I was sitting here watching the Super Bowl and have decided to cast my vote. And the person who's going to receive my vote for MVP is Aaron Donald. That took me eight seconds. I was watching the clock. It took me eight seconds, eight seconds. And I said a whole bunch. You couldn't just send to whoever it is, Aaron Donald, Cooper Cup, Matt Staff. That's all you have to do. You just have these 12 guys or whatever, girls or whoever it is. I don't know. Who is it? Who votes? I don't even know. And the thing is, the reason that they do the five-minute thing is because that they want to give the media enough time to get down to the field, to get into the media room. and. But even in this time of COVID where the NFL and teams have restricted access, they're not even getting into the locker room. You're basically doing your interviews remotely through Zoom or whatever. WebEx. So what's the need to WebEx get, what's, now? what's the need to get down to the locker room? I, I just you're don't, doing it yeah. digitally anyway. I just it needs to be revisited. I I think it's stupid that you're voting for an MVP before the game is over. Yeah, that's a mistake. Now, not to take anything away from Cooper Cup, like you said, absolutely. I mean, he had a great game. He played very that, well. And I do, I don't agree with Chris Collinsworth a lot, but what he said about that drive from the Lions or from, from the Lions, from the Rams, <laughs> you know what? A lot of people in Detroit felt like it was for them. Yeah. Uh, talk of hanging a banner up in, in Detroit. They're going to put a banner up Matthew Stafford, Super Bowl champion. I think they should, they've earned it. I don't agree with Collinsworth a lot, but that drive to get that touchdown was hella impressive. I, I like your use of the word I mean, hella there, too. That was really good. To not have OBJ, everyone in the building knows the only way that they're going to get anything is by throwing it to Cooper Cup. And then that that no-look pass, which was, is better than Patrick Mahomes has slick. ever done. It was slick. I, You know, the, the no-look pass thing to me, can I just – I don't want to throw a wet blanket over it, but I'm going to. We see other quarterbacks do this. Like, we we've seen it. it it's not like it's this – Oh my God, I've never seen this happen before moment. It was great. I want to give him all the credit in the world for doing what he did there. In the moment, it was fantastic. It was a wonderful play. But we get so like hyped. Sometimes we get very hyped up as fans and as media members and as people watching this game that we forget that we have seen these things before. And yes, they're amazing, but everybody, you know, tone it down a touch. Like it's it has a tendency for me to kind of drive me to the other side of it and go, all right, calm down. It's not like it was Nikola Jokic or anything. Ooh, basketball reference. Who is the MVP? It, yeah. But that brings, up, that brings up an interesting point. David Bakhtiari mentioned this. We're too, we're, we're too quick to throw out a GOAT reference. Oh, yeah. Yes. And I, and I think it's all about recency bias. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes, I mean, it, it, if you look at the if you look at the reviews for our podcast, one of the things that was said about it is we spent too much time on the past. Yeah, sorry, I'm a history well, teacher. <laughs> one of the reasons we're fans of the Denver Broncos is because of the past, but there, it's also a rich past. That's a it's a that's a really interesting way to look at it, and and it's very poignant. And, 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 and that. unless you know that past, uh-huh. how can you say something is the greatest of all time? Well, and not only that, and I, you're you're absolutely right about that. You can't just throw the word goat around or, or greatest of all time 
without context and without understanding who came before and how you get to the place that you are. And I, the NFL to me is, and all sports have this, the NFL has these eras, these very distinct eras, and each marca- each each markation of era or demarcation of era, however you want to say, I don't know. Each section of the NFL's past is an important part of its its future, its present, and its future. And so to ignore the past is is really disappointing. And it's why we are as passionate as we are about the Denver Broncos. As you said, the storied past of the Denver Broncos, the greatness of the teams that uh, came before are why we love the team that we love. And, you know, it is sort of an interesting way of looking at it. And I think probably a review like that, and I, I don't really look at the reviews. I don't, that stuff doesn't, doesn't worry me all that much, but part of a review like that is I want you to tell me about what's going on right now. And that's all I want to know. And that's fine. You're welcome to, you know, listen to some of the other shows and, and certainly get your right now information in a different way. That's fine. I have no problem with that. But if you don't understand the things that took place beforehand, then you, you know, you don't understand what's really going on. And so, the you know, yes, I think the past is important. As a history teacher, I would be remiss if I said, nah, you're right. We shouldn't care about the past. Like, I, what? <laughs> like, that's my job, yo. <laughs> That's right. I said my job. Yo, that's right. My, my students would have loved that reference. And I bringing up a goat, your old man will like this. My mom will appreciate this. She doesn't listen to the show very often, but in terms of a goat reference, what my old man listens to every show. Your mom doesn't listen to the show. Very rarely. Oh, you're going to have to tell her how disappointed I am in that. I would tell her now, but apparently she's not listening. (laughs) In terms of a goat reference, there is especially quarterbacks. And we've mentioned this on prior shows. There is one who is consistently left off the Mount Rushmore quarterbacks. And without him, we don't have the modern quarterback. That's Johnny Unitas. Yeah, Johnny U. Yeah, the old man will appreciate that because he's a he's a huge Johnny Unitas fan. He hates the Jets. Hates Joe Namath with a passion because he's such a big Johnny Unitas Baltimore Colts fan. Uh, and that, you know... Super Bowl win by the Jets just really irks him. I'm going to get a phone call now. That's what's going to happen, which is fine. You know, I get I get these really great phone calls from the old man, but the, you know, this one will this one will get him fired up because he hates the Jets with a passion and rightfully so. Right? That's that's part of sports. Is this this team beat your team? So, oh, I hope that a plane crash hits their stadium. You know that kind of thing. Uh, it, yeah, Johnny Unitas does get left off and. He definitely changed the landscape of the game. You know, there are a lot of guys that get left off. Otto Graham, for example, is another one who just, I mean, completely reshaped the game a million years ago. You That's don't the last have... time the Browns were any good. <laughs> oh, you just so did you hear all of those people who are Browns fans that listen to this podcast, which include, I think, my sister-in-law and my niece. That's the that's the list. They all got very sad. But <laughs> they could have been good in the eighties, but there's that guy named John Elway. Yeah, that John Elway guy in the drive and the whatnot. Yeah, and the fumble. And the fumble. Yeah, don't forget, you know, don't forget don't Castile. Don't forget the, the don't forget the third AFC championship game. Oh, that's right. It's it's just like I I don't feel bad for them. No, not at all. At all. They, they live in Cleveland. They yeah, deserve it. You deserve it. Yeah, because of where your because of where your ancestors stopped moving west, you deserve to be a fan of a terrible football team. 
that's there's that talking about the past. I just I do think it's an important point to make that the guys that are here in the league today, the great players in the league today, do the things that they do because they saw the guys who did it before them, right? The reason Patrick Mahomes is great is because he's an incredible football player, but also because he saw guys like Elway, guys like uh, Marino, guys like Brett Favre, guys like Peyton Manning, guys like Tom Brady. Because let's face it, he grew up watching those guys more than he grew, than anybody else, <laughs> yeah, more than Elway and Marino. <laughs> God, we're so old. When did that happen? My knee By the hurts. way, that's another guy <laughs> that I don't think current fans appreciate how incredible. Dan Marino was. You put him in today's NFL with these rules. He throw. For, he could literally throw for ten thousand yards say, in a season. Ten thousand yards in a season, and he would, and he probably would win a Super Bowl, at least one. He'd get if Drew Brees can win one, so could Dan Marino. And and my Am mom I allowed to say this? that. My mom mentioned this. Dan Marino's release was insane. Oh, the you know it's funny when you talk about. Uh, when you look at guys, and one of the things that I think is is kind of interesting, and I I watch my son's baseball team all the time, and there are there are, these are nine and ten year old boys, right? And so this is going to sound a little strange, but you can tell which kids throw hard just because they just naturally throw hard, and which kids don't. And the guy who reminds me, and and, and so we were talking about that, and the guy who reminds me the most of Marino, in in the way that he releases the ball, and then the zip that is behind it with almost no effort is Josh Allen. Yeah. His, his motion is not huge as big as he is. Everything he does is tight and quick and the ball comes out of his hand in a different way. And it reminds me a lot of Elway and Marino. Elway was more power, right? You watch Elway and Marino was more quick, but the ball flight and the way that they can hit spots Josh Allen does stuff like that. And you go, he didn't even look like he was trying. Like that's it. That's it. Yeah. Marino never looked like he was trying. No, no. Like you, you see the highlights. It's yeah. just like, how the hell did he throw that 80 yards down the field where he didn't even step into it and he was being pressured. He just threw his arm up and slung it. It's just, it's, and it is an it's incredible stupid. thing. It's a, it's that's it is stupid. It's like that's not a that's an ungodly thing to watch. And it is interesting to note that there are guys in today's NFL, namely to me, Josh Allen. He's the one with the arm that makes me go, oh, that's very reminiscent of some of the greatest passers of all time. That doesn't mean he's going to be a great quarterback forever. Like I I don't know. I think Josh Allen will after a season like this, he'll regress a little and he'll bounce up and down. But the things he can do with the football with his arm, that's. That's an incredible. That's a talent that you can't teach. That's a talent that you just have, and you're looking for a guy like that when you're looking for a quarterback. And Aaron Rodgers is close to that. I think Aaron Rodgers is similar in that way. Those are the I think Aaron Rodgers is closer to John Elway. I, I think you're probably right. A little more effort, a little more umph behind it, but the same sort of. Whoa that whoa that was a whoa that was a good throw. Brett Favre used to do stuff like that too. You know, just and his was always he put his whole body behind it. But the way the ball came out, it's it's not necessarily the motion. It's how the ball comes out that's impressive. And I would love to see that back in Denver. I just don't know who you're going to see it with. And we haven't even talked about the Super Bowl yet. So, oh, yeah. They, well, we did. We talked about it. We talked about the MVP. We talked, we talked about the greatness of Von Miller. He's the greatest, uh, greatest defensive player in the history of the NFL in regards to the Super Bowl. 
What's fascinating about it is it seemed like the Rams completely lost their offensive mojo when Odell Beckham got hurt. Oh, yeah. I I don't know. A part of me thinks the game wouldn't have been as close if Beckham doesn't get hurt because I don't think they had the, the defensive secondary to stop both Cooper Cup and Odell Beckham. Once Odell Beckham got hurt, they could tee off on Cooper Cup, and we saw how well that worked at the end of the game. Well, but it took a long time. Yeah, for sure, though. And the thing that, and I, the thing about the Bengals, and they have a ton of cap space. They have got to get that offensive line figured out because if they don't, Joe Burrow has the potential to turn into the next Andrew Luck. Yeah, you know, and Joe Burrow is. Let's let's be clear here. Joe Burrow to me is the guy that that you want. If you're looking at the prototypical quarterback, he's the guy you want. He's, he's got the, the, the swag. He's got, you know, the girls are swooning after him. Uh, truth be told, my daughter was rooting for the, the Bengals because Joe Burrow to her is a God. That's what she told my wife. Um, so we're gonna have to have a conversation about that. Uh, <laughs> that's not allowed. Don't ruin football for me. Now we can't watch it. Sorry. got to turn it off, but He's got a good arm. He's got he's got good footwork. You watch the way he maneuvers in the pocket. He's able to avoid things that uh, he's not running away. Like he's not he's not Kyler Murray. He's not Patrick Patrick Mahomes. He's not doing any of that. He's more of that slide step kind of Dan Marino style. He's got the ability to move, but uh, he's he's what a lot of people want as quarterback. But if if they get him killed, right? If they turn him into uh, a, a guy that can't stay in the league because he's injured all the time, that is going to be. That, that is going to be something that Bengals fans will be angry about forever because he's got the potential to be a guy that, that takes them to multiple Super Bowls. The AFC is stacked at quarterback right now. It it's, is just, it's crazy. It is just you have, disappointing. You have Joe Burrow. You mentioned Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, Lamar Jackson, Zach Wilson potentially with the Jets. I, who knows what Tua Tagovailoa is going to look like Trevor now Lawrence. with Mike McDaniel. Trevor Lawrence, who has a who has a coach now who has proven he can work with rookie. I mean, he won a Super Bowl with Carson Wentz and Nick Foles. <laughs> I would say that neither of those guys are on the same planet as Trevor Lawrence. Not talent wise, yeah, I would agree. I would agree. Not talent wise, yeah, it's uh, and and you and now the Broncos are going to ask Aaron Rodgers to to come to Denver and join that AFC uh, group of quarterbacks. I think he wants to. I will oh, yeah. say that. I, mean, I think he wants to I mean, prove one, some something. The one thing we know about Aaron Rodgers is he's not lacking in confidence. That is true. All right. So what's next for the Broncos moving forward? We've talked. We've talked about. It. Everybody knows what happened in the Super Bowl. The, the Rams won. It was great. It was fine. Whatever. What's next for the Broncos? We. I mean, we've got we've got some milestones coming up as far as the NFL year goes. What is what is the focus from from this point forward? Well, there's obviously the combine. And for those looking for a quarterback, don't stop Derek it. Kloss, Derek Clawson had a, a great tweet. Who's a guy who looks at quarterbacks in the draft. He basically had a tweet. That's like, here's my thread on quarterbacks. I like in this draft. And that was it. That was the thread. <laughs> so if, if I, so you'll, you'll be looking at edge. You'll be looking at right tackle. Uh, interior offensive line, perhaps uh, middle linebacker. So if if they're there at nine, 
I don't think they will be. That's positions to look at. So you have the combine coming up. Then you have free agency starting in around a month. Actually, I think it's a month to the day. Maybe it was yesterday. I can't remember if it's March 14th or 15th when the league year starts and free agency begins. But we'll know before that what Aaron Rodgers is doing. So basically about three weeks. All right. And then about three weeks. We'll continue to get PR on bids for the Broncos. And I will say this about the ownership. If you're getting news now, those aren't going to be the bids that win. It's it's to get their name out there. It's to get the public relations, the machine going. I don't think they're going to be serious bids. I think it's so you don't being. It was very interesting. I I there is going to be, I think, a surprise or two to come from this. We did. I so I co-hosted Clar and Company with Michael Clar, longtime radio guy in Denver, who does a show on Saturday morning. And we had Ryan O'Halloran on the show last Saturday, who's the beat writer for the Denver Post. And we had a great conversation about the ownership situation. It's going to basically be an auction bid where teams, they have two companies overseeing this to find the next owner. It's going to come down to the highest bid. And the, the, there's going to be NDAs. Once you make a bid, you can't disclose it. So the fact that we're getting this now, I don't think those are serious bids. I don't really think that that's going to be what we're getting out now. I don't think that's going to be the winning bid. And it's going to come down to the National Football League to approve it, but it's basically the highest bid. The Bullens don't really have a say in it. The Trust obviously doesn't have a say in it. The only say the NFL has in it is... Do they approve it or not? So you don't think it'll be Kanye and Antonio Brown? <laughs> as much as I want crazy, no. You've been listening to Mile High Report Radio. Get involved in the discussion at milehighreport.com. And as always, go Broncos. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane. So shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.